channel. I guess we could like start with uh you know like the introductions. Um so if you don't mind, like uh would you like to introduce yourself? Uh yeah, so I am Kinga. Well King, but I go by Kinga in more than different places. A lot of people call me just King. Okay. Um so like to right off the bat, like um I guess like the first and foremost question is like how did you enter the fandom? Oh boy, that's a <laughs> that's a story. Um so when I was probably around twelve or thirteen, I found the House Pets comics um written and drawn by uh Rick Griffin. Follow him in DA. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah like i started out with that and um just reading that comic and then i was also into a lot of disney movies i'm pretty sure a lot of a lot of furs are gonna say the same thing you know yeah no doubt i mean i i would have to say that like i am guilty i'm not one of the earliest uh people to adopt the fandom but zootopia was a was a huge uh push for me you see for me it was robin hood like oh man way back okay movie. Yeah, that was a 1973 movie. And just, like, that traditional, like, old-school animation and, like, the way they did it and the way they made the movie look, it just, like, clicked for me. Yeah. just Like, I was I was into it before, but then when I saw that movie, I was, like, far... I was, like, oh, no, this is the, this is the pothole I'm going in. <laughs> was it just, like, something about seeing the animals act like humans that you've never really seen before? Yeah, that, I would say that was was that's what was it because like I've seen the Aristocats. I don't know if you know yeah, that movie. Yeah, no. yeah, great, great soundtrack. Yeah, no, definitely. <laughs> but um, like it was the Arist. I've seen the Aristocats. I've seen the the Hundred and One Dalmatians. Like all those old animation movies. But the one that really clicked was uh Robin Hood, and because my grandma like my grandma had all these sets of movies from disney and they all, were like all on vhs yeah all on vhs <laughs> i was like oh my god i'm in heaven right now and whenever like she had a whole closet full of these movies like i'm not even kidding when i say oh, wow. that like this closet was full of disney movies and i'm just like oh so i kind of need this yeah growing up you could just always watch them whenever you wanted yeah oh, okay yeah so i think yeah i think for um we're on i think the same age i'm like 25 uh so, I'm 22 right now. Oh, okay, yeah, pretty close. So, yeah, pretty close. <laughs> yeah, growing up, yeah, I definitely watched a lot of those Disney films and, like, not all particularly, like, anthropomorphic, but a good chunk of them were. Um, so, growing up from there, like, did you, would you think, like, what kept you, like, so if that opened the door for you for the fandom, what do you think ultimately kept you involved? Uh, most definitely the art, like, Going through uh, DeviantArt and looking through yeah. all the stuff that um, not only Rick Griffin, but like other people like Alex Doxon. I don't know if I haven't seen very much of them anymore lately, but Is that at the time, one? yeah, that's oh, another furry artist. Oh, okay. For comics yeah. or just in general? No, just art. Just art in oh, general. Okay. The yeah. only comic I really read was uh, House Pets at the time, I think. 
Yeah, it's definitely one that um for Blarg, my uh yeah my boyfriend um he <laughs> he's always trying to encourage me to keep up with that comic, but I'm like I don't, it's so long. I it's have to so catch up. It, it's it's one of those things. It's like okay, I can do this, and then you start reading and it's just like ah, but I want to watch a movie or something. Yeah, or it's like I want to get back to drawing or this video game I'm just playing now, and it's like uh, <laughs> it's kind of like yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't think it's as big as like Homestuck, but it's just yeah, definitely one of those huge catch up periods. Yeah, and this was like, oh man, when B Stars came out. Now that's another one. Mm, I did like, just get that one came on that. <laughs> that one, that one just came out like recently. Yeah, and every but, oh every episode so satisfying. Okay, I haven't been keeping up with the episodes because when Keonix gets here, we're supposed to be watching it. <laughs> oh really? He's visiting. So yeah, so like I've only made it to episode five. I've already know what happens because I've read the entire manga right now. Oh, I already know what happens no and everything, but like, no, no, no spoilers at all. <laughs> um, but I love, uh, people say they hate the animation style, but I honestly think it goes great with it. Do like, you think it's because it's like this mix of 2D and 3D that people aren't really used to? Yeah. Well, you see, Demon Hunter is the same way. Like, and yeah, I love that show already. Yeah. If, if you don't know Demon Hunter, like, oh, Demon so good. Yaiba. And yeah. my friend is already caught up on the manga and he said that the new movie coming out is supposed to be really good and i'm sitting here like oh, please make it good please make it good <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's I, I think um the it's that clash of just seeing something not hand drawn that ultimately kind of threw me off at the beginning but seeing how much more time they put into like let's say they uh manage their resources and all of that animation time they spend into pa painting the backgrounds like it looks so much more like a professional movie every episode than just something kind of uh you know like hastily put together yeah i may be wrong about this about this but from what i know or from what i've been told i should say is that 3d animation is actually cheaper to make than 2d oh yeah because they can uh, constantly use that asset instead of rendering it by hand every frame yeah so and they can tell a better story i think that's what it comes down to ultimately if they can tell a better story with like fewer hassle then i don't see why not yeah honestly <laughs> but although no like to its credit i i do appreciate 2d hand-drawn animation and if that medium can stay alive i would really appreciate that just to, oh yeah 100 yeah. <laughs> percent. like <laughs> i don't want to get crucified here um, but okay, anyway, uh, <laughs> um, good sidetrack. <laughs> so, no, I, I love it. So, um, besides, okay, so if ultimately, yeah, I think for a lot of furs, what kept people interested was the art. It's kind of uh, the lifeblood for our culture, and I think it's something that, like, even dips into, like, anime culture and whatnot that um, circulates a lot that keeps people interested in the fandom, and um, that's, like, the lifeblood. Uh, and along your kind of like uh journey into the fandom like appreciating the art uh, like like probably exchanging art did you pick up art before actually joining the fandom or did that become an interest as you went along um i think that was more of an interest as i went along i've always been into like i that's a really hard question to be honest with you no no take, um, take all the time you need so I was into art when I started watching it, but I think what like really got me was like like I referring back to the Robin Hood. Yeah. Um when I saw that, I was like, oh mom, I'm gonna be an animator. I'm gonna draw for Disney. And ultimately, like progressing to the point I am now, 
granted is probably not the best one but <laughs> no, no worries, but man. um like like ultimately getting from point a to point b was like really crazy because i still want to be an animator but i realized that animating for disney and pixar is like such a high like they have such high priorities for it yeah that's... like like i'm like okay so i can do this but it's gonna take a little bit extra to get there and i don't i have sometimes i have a problem like committing my way like telling myself to actually do it like i'll tell myself to do it but i won't get there if that makes sense no like, yeah i have it... trouble getting there that's really relatable because I think for those really high goals, it's not like somebody casually just walks into Disney and is like, hey, I'd like a job. And they don't have, like, the chops to back it up. So for something, like, that's, like, a huge goal and that's, like, really, uh, like, admirable um, to work at Disney would be super cool. And a lot of the artists that I actually admire do have some sort of storyboarding gig or something like that in the, like, quote-unquote, like, field. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, it's sometimes for me, like, on a personal note, too, when, um, I have these kind of lofty goals, like, I want to, like, reach the level of artists XYZ, and you know that they've been, like, in this industry for, like, 10, 15 years, and they have so much more experience, so kind of, like, saying, like, oh, why am I not at that level? It's like, I'm on a treadmill, and it's like, yeah, I'm telling myself, do this every day, do that, but I'm not necessarily seeing um that level of work but it, it's kind of a mental game that I, i've been learning to practice and kind of take my time with um yeah yeah just so that's definitely it's definitely something with me too because i've been telling myself lately i was like oh you know i'm gonna start writing comics i'm gonna start you know 3d modeling i'm gonna start making my own music and yeah. i'm just like uh <laughs> I, I feel that so hard that is such a big mood for me because like i think um but yeah very similar to you i have to relate that um, my interest in art was, uh, you know, here and there in high school before I entered the fandom and then now appreciating and saturating myself in this uh, subculture. Um, you you just want to get better at everything. And it's like I can be so creative in so many fields. And that's why I really appreciate and respect like so many artists that like, you know, are in the same kind of mindset as us. Yeah. And I think that's also why I wanted to partially start this type of like interview podcast thing too because i think of it as another creative um medium or outlet to just uh learn something new and make something as a creator um <laughs> yeah thank you uh so would you oh i guess this kind of segued or a little bit so um do you think that an artist can find success um in or out of the fandom with a day job because i know it's a little hard for a lot of people to just fully commit their time with all the things that they have to do in their regular lives um it's a challenge no doubt um Durant, once you get like because I've, I've met a couple artists where they're like oh you know i work a normal nine to five job but i also you know draw on my free time and they still make it pretty well for themselves and I think it is possible. It's just going to require that extra oomph, which, like, yeah. I'm doing that right now, to be honest with you. Like, I work at, um, I work at Target, and that place, and I, I appreciate the place and everything, 
but like also trying to improve myself and my drawing skills and stuff like that. I also have to like, you know, work that extra, like, because even though, even though, um, I work at target and stuff, mm-hmm. I also feel like I'm working when I'm drawing commissions and stuff like, and things like that. Like I, uh, it's, um, yeah, how do you it's not, that? it's mentally draining sometimes. So like when I get, when I'm done here, I'll go to work at night and then I'll be like, ugh. Like, I don't want to be here, and, like, I'm done with it. And it's definitely hard trying to, like, fit in playing games with friends and also doing this stuff and also, you know, having to go and get a haircut. (laughs) No, yeah. So it's very much like a discipline where it's, like, you could be spending your time doing all these other things that are fun, but it's not really contributing to, like, oh, I'm not getting my other, like, job done. It's not, I'm not producing art or I'm not, like, practicing art in some way. Yeah. And granted, people like some people are actually really good at managing their time. I'm not one of those people, which I should try to be. But it, like I said, it's one of those things that I, I need to do, but I have trouble doing it. Yeah. Do you? Yeah. Do you feel like um that you're I wouldn't call it necessarily an art block, but it, it seems like um like as an artist that when you've been working at like like five, ten commissions over like a period of a week or two weeks, and you're managing your day job and your life responsibilities, paying bills. I mean, just buying groceries, anything that's basically like in the way of you and art. Does that, um, do you feel like when you need to take a break from that, that that's also part of like being an artist? Like that's also working? <laughs> you gotta yeah, no, like a hundred percent. So for me, I think it's okay to work like, like you said, like two weeks at a time on a project or something. And just take like, you know, a day or two of break. Like, I think it's a it's 100% okay. Like, once I'm done with commissions, I usually take like a day break because it gets like a little too intense sometimes because you also have some, you have some that are like, you have some friends that are like, oh, you know, um, as soon as you're done with this, they start messaging you and then they start like all come all pouring in at the same time about wanting a commission. And I'm just like, ah, guys, hang on, let me catch a breather. <laughs> Yeah, because you and, really, yeah, you really want to put yourself out there, and you want to really take on everything that you can, because you know it's good. But the a little time to yourself is also good. <laughs> yeah, like so hard. It's it's really, it's really hard to stop yourself from taking in too much, and then not letting yourself take a breather afterwards. Because that's what I that's what I tend to do. So like, I take in, I want to say just for just as example like i know some artists open up monthly monthly commissions or yeah yeah like now and later i know they do monthly commissions and stuff and they open up the 21st of every month and they take in however many commissions um and then they just do that every month and i don't know if they do that like monday through friday they just work on them or if they work on it like every other day i don't know how they do that Granted, I am not them at all. Yeah, but well, I like to think that they take a break for themselves, like every now and then, because I wouldn't want an artist that I'm commissioning to stress themselves over something I ordered. You know? No. Uh, yeah, that's yeah, that's really understandable. Um, and that's coming as like I assume that uh now and later they're full time artists, uh, correct? Yeah, they're they're full time. I think. Oh, okay. Yes. Yeah, so, yeah. Imagine I'm just trying to imagine like doing that amount of work and then having to go to your like late shift or something, your nine to five, 
Um, yeah. Oh man, that's just <laughs> that's just uh like gonna wear you out. Oh yeah, it'll definitely wear anyone out Not after even, time. Yeah, and that's assuming that you're like at a hundred ten percent, like you're you're actually like focused, you're you're calm, and you can take on that workload. But when like you know stuff hits the fan and you suddenly get like an art block like that's kind of uh like really it to me it's like really self-deprecating because it's like i work so hard and then mm -hmm. when you do you ever have that moment where it's like oh i just i can't draw i don't i don't have yes. <laughs> any talent or ability anymore like what happened oh yeah i 100 percent get those every now and then they start they stopped happening as of recently because i've been you know trying to push myself that extra ways like i go through my art books and everything and i have these like images and stuff that i want to like try and stuff like that and just like referencing and just trying out new styles for like the here and there trying to get myself going so i don't have that art block oh so actually yeah so so referring to other material like your own is it are they just art books on like fundamentals or comics yeah some or? are fundamentals um i actually have a zootopia uh art book that i got and that was pretty great um that really helps out whenever i like have an art blog and I see all these messy sketches and i'm like oh well and they like they claim that they don't that they've been like experimenting and stuff but really it's just like they didn't know what to draw and then they just try and experiment more with the characters is i guess is where i'm trying to go with oh, okay so it's not too much pressure for like yourself to like worry about having something refined from the get-go it's like yeah it's it yeah, was sketchy like... for the professionals and they're still like changing things like every five seconds or whatever yeah yeah okay so uh what do you think ultimately helps you with an art block and get back into the flow was just uh doing that um that and i also like to just browse through the internet like i browse through reddit all the time and i see all these memes that i'm like i bet you can turn that into a furry meme <laughs> i don't hmm okay i'm I'm gonna sound like <laughs> kind of like an old fogey or something but i don't really use reddit and i don't really know what reddit's for so um so me? like for me i use reddit just to like browse because they're they're like they're subreddits where it's like it has certain things so each subreddit is its own like its own category so like there's a subreddit for furry art there's a subreddit for furry irl um there's also a subreddit for b stars and stuff like that and people just post like fan art and like spoilers and stuff okay but they like they 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 mark it as spoilers so you don't like see it off the get-go so it's so to choose to see it's it. like a forum or it's like a thread yeah pretty much like a thread Okay, I gotcha. I gotcha. So people can post like a certain topic and then people under it will just like link stuff or post stuff to it. Yeah. Oh, okay. I actually I actually met some of my commissioners through Reddit cuz there's a uh, very catwalk or something like that and it's basically um it's basically an advertisement subreddit for furry artists and other artists too. But oh. mostly furry. So it's also, uh, so, okay. I mean, I imagine other artists are going to be listening to this too, like, let alone furries. So kind of going into uh, that topic with subreddits and stuff like that, how do you, uh, like, 
what do you think are good methods to like advertise yourself as an artist like maybe specifically in the fandom or outside of the fandom like where do you um, find your foothold i think i think a good way to advertise yourself is so usually i know a lot of people on twitter do this but when there's a trendy meme going on like uh like the so- the toxicity talk toxicity i don't yeah, i can't po- even pronounce the, their name right the new gen one <laughs> yeah the new gen pokemon like i think it's a good way to like try and draw something involving that just kinda... so like yeah so to try and draw um the pokemon that everyone is you know gushing on, over <laughs> yeah on the bandwagon and kind of ride that train until it it's no longer trending i guess yeah like that's a good way to i think that's a good way to get yourself out there and also like not being afraid to put yourself in in the way you know in the way in the way like of what? uh how do you mean um how do i like just put yourself out there i guess is what i'm trying to say is like oh, okay. like don't be afraid to like use hashtags and stuff because i know because my friend from my friend back in idaho she was a blogger and she had, you know, all these followers and stuff. And she, and I was talking to her about it. And she told me the best way to get yourself out there is using hashtags. It may sound cheesy, but it works a little ways and people will recognize you. Oh, so like, I mean, yeah, I'm a main uh, proprietor of like Twitter. So that's my most familiar platform. So like, I'm just imagining a tweet and then it has like 50 lines of just hashtags. <laughs> oh, no, no. Like, <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's how it is. But I know some people will use like the same hashtag over and over again. But that's don't do that. <laughs> oh, OK. Well, I just like I, I guess that does ultimately like help keep like the people that search for your content like searchable. Yeah. OK. It's just the way that I understood it, I think, is the way that... That's that's the how I interpret it, like, trying to push yourself out there by using hashtags and also, like, not being afraid to comment on some of your favorite artists' artwork and stuff like that and using, you know, retweets and stuff. Yeah, not really having, like, any shame in personal advertisements, I guess. Like, yeah, you should be proud. Like, put yourself out there. Okay. Yeah. But then again, don't plug yourself in, like, any other artists like area like if you just comment with your advertisement then like yeah don't do that <laughs> that is kind of uh schemey yeah i <laughs> it's a little don't deep. don't do that <laughs> don't do that <laughs> like i in my old account because i actually started a new uh twitter account not too long ago because the the older one that i had was actually followed by a bunch of bots and oh. and it was like it was actually a really dumb account because a friend of mine back in Idaho, like we were trying to have a competition, see who can like follow two million people and stuff like that. Oh, okay. So it was kind <laughs> yeah, of so that, bloated. Yeah, it was just a bloated account. So I started over to actually start my foundation with this account that I have oh. now. Well, I mean, speaking of plugs, like what is that main account you use? It's a. Uh, Where can people find you? King draws two <laughs> on Twitter. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it took me a minute. But uh, King draws two on Twitter, and also if you're using for Affinity, um, go ahead and follow me on King Twenty One. King Twenty One. Okay, awesome. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I've been trying to keep like all of my platforms and social media under like the same user, so I just like throw Shikokubo on everything because 
I'm, it's kind of it's a so, made-up name, so it's good to use. But it's so well thought. Like, I sometimes I feel like my username is just like, oh, you know, King draws. I mean, he's just drawing. That's nothing. At least people know <laughs> what you do and can pronounce it. A lot of people are like Sh Shabow. I'm like, no, no, that's not it. <laughs> Shabow. <laughs> yeah, but it's literally. I mean, don't think that it's like anything super creative because it's like literally my species with just bow at the end because I thought it would be a nice flair. <laughs> Shikokubo. Okay. <laughs> yeah, Shikoku dogs are basically like diet Shibas. <laughs> well, because I was trying, I was looking at your username right now, and I was like trying to pronounce Shikokubo. <laughs> yeah, it's like use your syllables. That's what they teach you in That's what they teach you in high school. <laughs> oh, I mean, I hope I learned it by high school. Yeah. Okay. You would think you would know your syllables by high school, but I still have a hard time pronouncing things. <laughs> Same here uh let's see okay so actually wow i'm like looking at my little notes here that i made on my google doc and it's like we just blew through all the questions super fast i'm like <laughs> oh that was sooner than expected but um I'm, I'm just gonna try and wing it anyway uh the okay so let's see we we're talking about ultimately like where you share yourself on these platforms um the did you use tumblr uh when i okay did at one point i know a lot like, of artists did use it and then that whole debacle about the filtering did that yeah no i did i did use tumblr at one point before they did the whole no nsfw thing yeah oh actually that's a good uh perfect segue like do you do a lot of um nsfw content that uh like you don't necessarily post like do you have two channels for that i know a lot of furry artists do i don't have two channels for that i have just my single one where i post both sfw and nsfw um but you know i like i think the sfw accounts are more for people who rely on sfw content more than they do their nsfw if that makes sense I know like, definitely yeah. one is more popular than the other. <laughs> yeah, for sure. If you want a commission, but, just, you know. <laughs> right. But um but no, I definitely I definitely think it's okay to have like two different accounts for mm -hmm. um SFW and NSFW. I personally don't use it because I don't see myself doing very much SFW content as much as I do NSFW. Oh, so your main base actually commissions you for like NSFW content. Or, yeah. Okay. Yeah, like like my main my main commissions are basically NSFW. Like I've tried to switch over to SFW for a while and I was just wasn't getting as much as I would have liked compared to NSFW. Yeah. Which which sounds which sounds kind of uh I mean that's for I'm not gonna lie, it sounds kind of cringy. But <laughs> no, it's not like at all. Well, it's like the I know people say like oh you're not gonna be an artist if you don't if you don't do NSFW I'm like that's not true you can be oh. completely 100% SFW artist and still make a decent living. Oh yeah no I'm I'm fully in agreement with that like I know people who are on the opposite side that only do NSFW I'm like wow I wish you would do some you know tasteful nudes or something but nope full on big D's and peaches and stuff and I'm like oh okay that's cool too. <laughs> that's cool too yeah whichever works. <laughs> um but yeah that's like a, one of the things that i've seen like i actually saw a post about it that was like hey um 
you don't need to be an NSFW artist or you don't need to do NSFW art to be recognizable. Yeah. Like I've known, I've known a lot of artists that are actually, uh, that are actually, uh, what am I SFW? saying? Yeah, just SFW. <laughs> and they make it pretty well. And I'm just like, huh, I guess you guys can do it. Yes, yeah, we all can do it. Some of my uh, favorite artists, like, I mean, you know, like, all the prolific artists that, like, all the furries know, like, from No Ghost to Bray to Dark Gem. Are, you're, I would assume you're familiar with those artists as well. Oh, oh yeah, definitely. Should Bray is... Yeah. Bray's great. Um, and they're all, actually, that I think of, now that I think about it, yeah, they're all primarily NSFW artists. Um, so there, there could be a correlation there. <laughs> yeah. But, um... I think like a lot of with them is that they're more consistent with their artwork and stuff. And they have like a lot of patrons that they have that they can just go with, um, to make more artwork. So like, I know the way Bray does it is that every month they'll, I don't know if they select anyone, but they'll select someone to receive a sketch or some sort. And oh, then he'll have Patreon tier. Yeah. As a Patreon tier. And they will, um, they will draw it out and as a sketch, and then people will vote on which one he should refine at the end of the month or of some sort. Oh, okay, that's some. Oh, that's pretty smart actually, because you get a lot of nice. Like, you still feel like if you're donating to this person, you have a like a big choice in what he's gonna produce. Yeah. Oh, that's really satisfying. That's really cool. So a lot of oh, so yeah, I guess I should I should dive in more and do a little bit more research with these artists and. Well, I think that's what this podcast is for, but, um, so yeah, a lot of these artists have uh, Patreon. Do you use Patreon? I used to use Patreon, but I only had like one person follow me and I was like, okay, maybe I should hold off on Patreon, build up my community first mm -hmm. and then start one or like switch over to Kofi or something. Cause I know people can't afford a Patreon every month. And so I feel as though Kofi is actually a little better in my opinion, because yeah. you, they only donate like $3 at a time or like a coffee at a time. And yeah. that helps out as much as like, people don't think it helps out, but it really does. Yeah. Like when I use uh, well, PayPal is my main, like, income source for the art that i produce and a lot of people oh, yeah. throw in their tips just through the paypal i'm like you paid too much like was that a mistake and they're like no that's the tip and i'm like oh, <laughs> like, oh thank you <laughs> yeah no time. i'm i was like that at like 100 percent when people started tipping me and i was like um did you intend to do this i i, I didn't think that that you would like donate so much yeah, yeah. It's, <laughs> it's really like honoring and like it's like wow i'm a I'm a real artist and they liked it, but I think, yeah, what I should start doing is just kind of redirecting people to my Ko-Fi or anything like that. Uh, yeah. Just try to get more use out of that because it's like, oh, like there's a dedicated page to this so I don't have to and, cry. And like I know with Patreon, they also had this thing like if you're going to start a new Patreon, I think you have to like run it by them to see if everything's okay. Uh Oh, because they have new guidelines or something? Yeah, like the new guideline set. And I know a lot of a lot of artists were grandfathered in, so it's like it doesn't bug them. But like for new artists, it's gonna be like a hard thing to try and figure out because I think, in my opinion, the hardest thing to figure out was trying to come up with tiers for them. Like each tier was 
had to be a certain something and i was like um um i don't know i don't know (laughs) what would be a good reward for the people donating at uh, certain amounts yeah that, that was like a major problem for me like i don't know if other artists had this problem but i definitely had that problem and i was like okay i need to stop this figure out everything before i before i can do this Mm. yeah definitely definitely one of those things yeah a lot of planning and thought goes into yeah how you're gonna interact with your your audience because you have to really it's like it's a really like like interpersonal like relationship that you have with people that like your work and you want to you know do right by them yeah definitely Mm. i did yeah back like i think year or two ago i did just reserve a domain name for on a patreon but i did not use it since so i still hope i have that i should check that out sometime uh let's see i hope they don't think ax you if you haven't touched it in a while i think i had my own website too but it's been a while since i looked into that oh did you actually like reserve a uh, URL, I didn't... or did you use like Squarespace or something? I used, I think I used Wix, but um, I definitely used to. I created my own website and stuff, and I was like, as I was trying to figure things out, um, I definitely tried to build and make it my own. Um, actually, see if I'm. Oh yeah, I still have it right here. It's not complete or anything, but. It's it's in a work of progress. <laughs> oh, okay. Is that also like linkable through one of your social media accounts if you'd like to plug that as well? I I don't think it's linkable right now cuz I mean it's a lot it's like really old so I have to like update it and stuff so it'd be better that I probably don't link that website oh, yet. Okay. <laughs> no problem. Yeah, what things are you up to today and like what are you working on? What are some of your goals and uh what do you have in mind for the upcoming weeks or months? Um, well, lately I've been doing a lot of traveling, what with Thanksgiving, and I also had, like, six different weddings to go to. Just kidding, it was, like, two. Um, oh, gosh. It was two weddings, but they were both, like, a month apart. Or not even a month, they were, like, two weeks apart. And you had to fly to those? Yeah, I was a photographer for one of them, and then the other one, so one was in California, and that was the one I was a photographer for, and then the second one was in Idaho, but... I actually, I got the dates wrong, so I went a week later oh, from the wedding. No. You missed it entirely. <laughs> I missed it entirely, and my cousin was, oh. and they were both they were both cousins too. So I was like, I feel so bad. And then he's all like, "Well, uh, it's okay. We'll see you when you come over." And when I went, they didn't even bother like asking what I was doing or if they wanted to hang out and stuff. So I was like, oh. "Okay." <laughs> I was like, "Okay." Well, okay, guys. <laughs> well, besides that, um, what else have you been doing? Um, I have been just working on commissions and stuff and just work lately. I've been trying to save up for TFF and like, because I think like, I think how I put it to my roommate is that I had a trip every two months. So like I had the weddings and then a month, a month or like a month and a half later, I had Thanksgiving in Charleston so I went to South Carolina mm-hmm. and then after that I'm going to TFF in February so that's like three months away well, it's actually two months by now but oh so it's just um, a really busy holiday season for you I'm <laughs> really busy yeah and I'm just like okay well I got to figure this out and 
grind through everything because I'm mama didn't raise no quitter. <laughs> <laughs> so wait, is TFF? That's a fur convention, but what does it stand for? Uh, Texas Furry Fiesta. It's a convention held in Dallas. If you're going, I'll see you there. But um, to anyone that is. <laughs> oh, okay. oh, that's your local con. That yeah, that's like a that's a local con. Yeah, in uh, Dallas, we're like two hours, three hours away from it. Oh, so well, I'm just really jelly. There's no fur conventions in Hawaii. <laughs> I mean, I still, I, I know, I've heard a lot of people say that Hawaii is overrated, but I still haven't been, so like, it'd be nice. <laughs> no, yeah, it's a great place to visit. I, I highly like recommend anybody come down here, and you can relax and you can enjoy. Like, I've been to the mainland, the West Coast mainly, and yeah, the beaches don't compare at all. Like, I would much rather be in Hawaii for, you know, the ocean life and stuff like that. But to, I would just say it's a little hard um if you're like an adventurer and explorer and if you really want to just experience a lot of things uh hawaii it'll get old after a little while uh yeah that's a that's understandable that's like every place i'm pretty sure because back in idaho we had a bunch of mountains and it was more snowboarding and like ski resorts and stuff and i just got bored of it after a while so if that's not your main thing, then yeah, I'd imagine it kind of like, yeah, it gets stale. Just like uh, yeah. surfing here, that would be the same thing. If you're not like an active beachgoer, like a lot of my family and cousins are, um, and you're just a recluse artist like yeah, yours truly, yeah, it might. <laughs> it, 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 other places might better suit you. But definitely come down and visit. We do have like a healthy like 808 furs chat here. And a lot of the f- local furs are really like uh, family oriented and very like you know big on hospitality so i do appreciate and respect that isn't pele oh you know pele yeah i know pele yeah he is um he's uh, in the military and he's stationed here and he's like a really active goer of all of our local events and our uh, fur walks and stuff down waikiki it's uh yeah he's really fun to hang out with and he's a cool wolf yeah i think blarg introduced me to him not too long ago. Uh, I think it's actually been about a year since he introduced me to Pele. And then Pele commissioned me, and then we just got to talking. Oh, I didn't know. Oh, right on. Okay. I didn't know that. Oh, so I guess, yeah, you do know a, a, lo- a couple of local furs down here then. Uh, yeah, he's the only one, though. Oh, okay. Besides you, Blark, I guess, and me. <laughs> you, Blark, yeah, you, Blark, and Pele are the only ones actually in Hawaii. Oh, yeah, but if you, yeah, if you ever come down, uh, feel free to stop by or, like, Hang out, yeah. We'll be more than happy to, like, Blarg and I live together, so we'd be more than happy to host here or anything. Oh, that's great. I didn't know you guys lived together. Yep, he just moved in, and I guess on a side tangent, uh, things have been working out pretty well, and uh, I think uh, quality of life has definitely gone up. Oh, my heart, that bay. makes my heart sore, hearing you guys actually doing good and stuff. <laughs> yeah, meeting the bay through the fandom, something I never expected, to be honest. Um, I mean mood, because <laughs> I actually Keonix and I, uh, we were talking again, and he's actually coming over for Christmas, so we'll see how that goes and stuff. So, oh, congrats! It's gonna be fun. Okay. Yeah. We covered all of the topics, and like I think that was like really beautiful the way you put things. Um, and I guess like that's all that. Yeah, we touched all the bases on the podcast or on my interview questions. So thanks for joining me, Kinga um this has been 
uh, my first interview, and I'm really stoked to do more, maybe with you and other artists, so that we. Can... Oh, for sure! Just hit me, hook, hit me up whenever you want. <laughs> As a last plug, do you want to say anything or let your audience know uh, any updates or anything? Um, just that I'm going to TFF probably February 28th through the third. Maybe it's the 29th through the third. Uh, 29th of February. Wait, I don't think it's a leap year, is it? Well, uh, either or. 28th or the 29th, I'm going to be going to TFF in Dallas. And um, it's going to be through the 3rd of March. And I am probably going to be wearing suit. So that's going to be really fun. And I hope, and to quote Bob Ross, there are no accidents. It's all happy. You know, happy accidents. Stay happy, my friends. Okay. <laughs> so thanks for joining me, King. I really appreciate all the time that you took to uh, kind of spur the moment, come on and allow me to ask you these questions. And um, I think they're all beautifully put. Uh, so we'll talk to you guys later.